Hey everybody, welcome back. It's your girl TK. This is season three. Oh my God. Yay. We are at season three. I just want to again thank you all for coming on this journey with me. I know that it is amazing for me. I hope that you guys feel the same way. I want to encourage you all to, like I said, always, if, if there's something you want to discuss, please DM me or send me an email at gspotwithtk at gmail.com. Um, follow me on Instagram, gspot underscore with underscore tk. Um, also, you can follow me on Twitter at tko underscore xoxo. Anything that you all want to discuss, I'm always in open form, whether it's anonymous, whether you want to disclose who you are, feel free. This is a no judgment safe zone. So today we have an anonymous guest um, and uh, we're going to talk about threesomes, uh, threes company. You know, I'm sure when you saw the title, it already kind of struck a nerve. You know, your light bulb went off and He's like he's he's a fan of the G Spot with TK. Um, we discuss a lot of things uh, via DM, and he is also someone that I've known um, known for a while. Um, and he is comfortable sharing his experiences and his stories with me. And I thought that it would be a good opportunity to share and explore those with you all, um, because I think that a lot of people again fear expressing themselves sexually. And although I can say all day, I'm here for you. It's a no judgment zone. Feel free to talk to me. I just feel like people aren't really comfortable um, with themselves or sexuality. So I just want this to be an open platform. So this is one of my first um, anonymous interviews. Um, and before we get into it, I just want to say that I have a little curious sector about threesomes. I mean, I don't know what, how y'all feel, but I have a little curious sector about it. Um, I've never done it. I know that I am bold and courageous and say all these crazy things and y'all are like, oh, she's over there just busting it wide open on the handstand at all times. Definitely not. <laughs> um, however, you know, there are some things that I'm curious about and threesomes is one of them. And um, I always tell myself, there's a lot of things that I have not saved. That's one thing I would say for my husband. I know a lot of people like side eye that and they thinking like, oh, you were doing a threesome with your husband, your husband. And I'm like, yeah, I would definitely give my husband that because I feel like anything to me could use a little excitement and spicing up. Not necessarily saying that that's the excitement or spicing that you need, but if that's something that he was interested in as his wife, I would definitely not oppose to that. Um, but studies show only 10% of women and 18% of men have participated in a threesome. 10% of women, 18% of men. And this is a study that was 2,021 people um, back in 2017. And out of the 2,021 people, 10% of the women had said yes, they had a threesome. And only 18% men had said yes, they participated in a threesome. To further break that down, it was 8% straight women, 15% um, straight men, 16% non-heterosexual, meaning gay, bi, or pansexual women, 25% of non-heterosexual men. So it 
kind of seems that most of the Americans that have participated in a threesome um, are non-binary or non-heterosexual, heterosexual, um, you know, gay, um, so to speak. And so that's always been curious to me because I never thought about it in that light. Um, I always think of it like a man initiating it with a woman and then a woman saying, okay, let's do this. But I never knew that it was so many straight people kind of against it. But again, the surveys are not dead on fact statistics. It's hard to really get the truth around it because so many people don't want to discuss their sex lives and are willing to talk about it openly to share what they've been into or what they are into, which is kind of crazy to me at this point with everything being so fucking wide open. But that's just how it is. So what is the mismatch between fantasy and reality? Are people really interested in threesomes? Do people relatively commonly have them? These are some of the questions and concerns and issues and topics that we're going to touch today on this interview. So yeah, let's get into it. We, we've already kind of discussed um, for everybody um, that's listening um, in the past um, about different experiences that he's experienced. And again, he, like I say, he listens to the G-spot. He's down for, you know, just the openness and how vulnerable we are and just the different discussions and platforms we have. And we talk a lot in the DMs. Um, and so this is just something I felt like I said, I have some curiosity about it myself. I've never experienced it. Um, and so I just thought that you would be a good guest on the show. So right. when was your first threesome? First one was about three years ago. About two, three years ago, I was about 36, 37 years old. Damn. So Somewhere 36, 37. Yeah. That's new. That's new. Yeah. That, yeah. that is new. pretty new. That's pretty new. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> from our stories. I would have thought, hell, you was about that like shit long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah, I guess it doesn't take right. It doesn't take much to get into it. And just do it, you know. Like yeah. I think that's. I think for me, I'll just. I won't speak for everybody. I'll just speak for myself. I think it's the fear, or not necessarily fear, but kind of like, am I gonna like it? Am I not gonna like it? Like, is it gonna be weird? Am I gonna? Because I've never had any type of physical experience with a woman whatsoever so really? no never not a kiss not a touch nothing sexual yeah. nothing that's sexual. a surprise I, I, honestly that's a surprise i know and people be like, <laughs> you know when i talk to people about my sexual experiences or the things that i've you know experienced or whatever people are very surprised like you like they be like well you seen this and you da 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 and I'm like, yeah. yeah, I am vulgar. I am outgoing. I am free as a bird, honey. But there's a lot of things that I have not experienced. And I don't shame or look a certain, you know, look at anybody who who's experiencing or who's doing it in any type of way. I like hearing the well, stories, honestly. I'm very <laughs> curious about that lifestyle. I have not fully stepped into it, but I am curious about it. So that's, a, like I said, one of the number one reasons for me doing the show because I, hell, I'm intrigued. Like when we talk in the DMs, you see how many questions I have and 
how, how I'm always like engaged there. So I was like, hell, we need to record this. And because I'm sure Absolutely. I'm not the only one. <laughs> You're not, you're not, but I mean, saying that's why I was like, when you, when you uh, mentioned it about doing this, I was like, yeah, I'm cool with that. That's ain't no problem because I think a lot of people, uh, more people are probably intrigued by it, but don't say anything about it or are nervous about it because so crazy. what they why? think other people might say, they, they still yep. being judged, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of judgmental people out there. But they curious too, hell. The judgmental exactly. people <laughs> that's sitting on their little imaginary thrones, like I like to say, looking down at everybody, they exactly. are curious about it too. They are the same people who listen to this podcast, who are in my stories, looking at everything I post and, you know, and scared to just, I'm going to tell you what's so crazy. I put it on my Twitter. I put it in my story. Um couple of days ago, about two days ago, before we even sat down to record, hey, you know, Three's Company, this is a open forum platform, you know, this is a non-judgment open platform. We're going to be discussing threesomes. If you have any stories, questions, you know, anything that you could think of, please feel free to DM me or email me, you know. Right. Do you know I didn't receive one DM? You serious? Not one DM, not one email. I got someone that I'm, you know, cool with and uh, she's experienced it before. So she had a few questions and, you know, just wanted to ask some things or whatever that we're going to, you know, go through. But yeah, I mean, this that's my homegirl. We talk about shit all the time. So that's not out the normal. But out of, out of all the people that I have follow me on every social media platform, not one person DM'd or emailed me a question or, or, or a story. Yeah, they miss they missing out, man. <laughs> and I know, and I, but but the out. crazy part about it is, I know they're experiencing it, or and mm -hmm. I know for a fact some of them have. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to talk about questions. it. But yeah, but you don't. You feel shamed, or we're grown. Exactly. We're grown. Like whatever you're doing behind closed doors is your business. By all means, it is. But when it comes to certain platforms like the G Spot or whatever, and this is something where we are talking about these experiences and you free to talk about everything else for the last hell week, we've been talking about politics every day. Every that's, day. that's nothing that even <laughs> effectively directs us, but we've been on it until today. You know, like every post you've been going hard in the paint about Joe and Camila and blah, blah, blah. And I get it, but you can't express your sexuality and how you feel, but you can go 100% behind that. Like, that's crazy to me. It's, and to me, that's that type of stuff is way more, like, divisive than talking about sexuality. Like, you got people, well, that's a whole other conversation dealing with politics and stuff. That ain't, that ain't what we're here for, but... <laughs> yeah, but you get what I'm saying. You, you get yeah. what I'm saying. Like, you're comfortable expressing your opinion and who you're yep. voting for and why you vote for them. But you can't tell me that you like a thumb in your ass or, you know, or you looking at a girl and you find her attractive. Exactly. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, I don't know. But it it's is ridiculous. It really is. Because really it's 2020 and the world is wide the fuck open. Everything is going on at this yeah. point. And I'm like, you should definitely be comfortable in securing yourself where even if someone doesn't like it they or accept it, it's still you. Yep. Like everything you do and say and how you move is not going to be well well re received. But at the end of the day, if yep. you're confident in it, you just walk in it. Yep. So 
It was 4,175 people between the ages of 18 through 87, which is to me a wide ass gap, 18 to 87. I would have probably cut it off about 45-ish. But um, Dr. Lynn Lee Miller did 18 through 47, I mean 87. And he found that 90%, 97% of men and 87% of women, um, no word on if they were non-binary or not, had fantasized about sex with more than one person. That's a big it, ass amount of people in in a big it, it ass group. That's crazy. I that's I didn't even know that. Ninety seven percent of the men and eighty seven percent of the women out of four thousand one hundred and seventy five people between the ages of eighteen and eighty seven had fantasized about sex with more than one person. Now, I'm, now, you know what? I'm not surprised about the dudes, 97% of dudes, because that's just how our minds are wired. But I am I am kind of surprised by the 87% females. I'm not, comp I'm, and as a woman, I'm not surprised about that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. What I want men to, to understand, and that's one reason why the G-spot is exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. Women are in the sex, too. Women are just as intrigued, just as thrilled, just as vulnerable, just as open, just as freaky, just as high sex drive as men. Like I'm finding that out. <laughs> I'm right. That type you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, especially as we get older, especially as we get older, as we get older, I tell people that thing crank up 150 miles per hour. <laughs> It, it goes from oh, a cruise control of 65 to 70 to like 150. You speeding. Like, you got to slow down. That's you got to pump your brakes. <laughs> that reminds me, I saw your, uh, I think you posted something either earlier today or yesterday about uh, just randomly, randomly getting wet. You'd be like, what you see, look, what you see, girl? What, you what see is you looking at? Like, let me know. Because it just happens. Like, you don't even be understanding. Like, you can just be like in a grocery store or working or just doing something and i'm like am i having like a like a decompressed thought or something that's traveling down there or is that little thing just hot and ready like a little caesar's pizza like hey ain't nothing like, wrong with that like what ain't the fuck is going on and me and my homegirl discussed that too we'd be like because you know as for women who again are comfortable with themselves like underwear and all that kind of stuff is not a big deal so you may right. not wear panties you may not wear a bra your nipples always on hard you're always a little moist it's like come on now is this what it this is what they mean when they say that you're in your peak i guess yeah i guess yeah, this is what they mean when they like say older 30s. women yeah older women mm -hmm. are in their sexual peak because honey i'm experiencing it trust me i i am um and that's that's a whole nother discussion also <laughs> but right, uh, right. <laughs> so I, I mentioned earlier um that 10 percent of women and only 18 percent of men had partic actually participated in the threesome um the scale was smaller on that it was only 2021 people surveyed for that but only 10 percent of women and 18 percent of men had participated in threesomes and i think a lot of times we think that people are just out here doing it that is easy. Man, that so number is very your, surprising. So I want you to explain your first rundown of it. Okay, so so first off, that number is surprising. Like I, I only ten percent. That's crazy. 
but um so the you saw so the first time you want to yeah give me that? a rundown of your first time because right. this is your first time this is something yep. and oh and I, I failed to mention um listeners that he's also married so this is not a single man that's out here experiencing this pleasure this is a married man and this is him and his wife so yeah. I, I want I and I you I think we discussed that you presented the idea, but she also had a curiosity about it. Yeah, yeah. So I brought it up. You know, we was talking about it. Found out that she had been curious about it herself. Um, we talked through. You know, did we have anybody already in mind? That type of stuff. Started doing research. Started asking questions to some of our friends that you know may have, that had some type of experience and that type of stuff already, just so that we could build up our comfort level and our um, knowledge of, of, you know, what to do, how to do it and all that stuff. So <clears throat> through, you know, just through mutual friends, we uh, met somebody and um, it was, we was, you know, we clicked, we bonded, whatever. So we, you know, went out for drinks. Um, we, well, first off, it was, this was, we went to Atlanta. So okay. we just did a little, little trip to Atlanta. Um, cause that's where she which lived. Is, which whatnot. is, which wasn't Freaknik City for no reason. No, nah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so we just did a little trip. Um, and then, so we met her for drinks and everything. And, uh, just to kind of buy, cause we had, we had been communicating through like text and, and, you know, DMs and stuff. So we Oh, did y'all find the person online? Well, sort of kind of like in in like facebook groups that we're in ah, that type of stuff so it's a facebook so, group do tell yeah <laughs> okay. so facebook group where you know you got people that that's interested in that type of stuff and kind of talk through those types of things and that type of lifestyle and uh so we met her in person got drinks ate dinner you know that type of thing was vibing real well and uh kind of talked through what the night could potentially look like you know what I'm saying? And uh, me and my wife, we looked at each other, gave each other like the nonverbal okay. You know, we was both down for it. So invited her back to the room um, that we were staying in for the weekend and just chilling for a little bit, chit, you know, chit-chatting it up or whatever to allow everybody just to kind of get comfortable. Then um, my wife was on the bed. She went got in the bed with, with my wife. They started, you know, flirting with, with each other, started playing around with each other. And uh, I'm just off to the side for a minute, watching, just mm -hmm. enjoying, seeing, you know, building up my comfort level, just again, seeing my wife with somebody else, you know? Right. So I'm getting, I'm getting excited, getting aroused, that type of stuff, you know what I mean? And um, they're enjoying themselves. Uh, my wife is, enjoying herself you could tell you know still some nerves there but that easily went out the door because the uh, other chick she was she was uh pretty comforting <laughs> you so, know so i would assume she's this isn't th that wasn't new for her nah this wasn't her first one ah uh, this wasn't her first one you i think so you she, would definitely have to have some i think for newcomers you would definitely need somebody experienced in the room yeah she definitely she she's the one that kind of initiated the and, and got it jumping jumped mm -hmm. it off um mm -hmm. so but she knew you that know, you just, guys probably would be be uncomfortable a little bit yep yep and that's and i can't we kind of even talked about that uh leading up to it in that you know hey this would be our first time you know not really sure like how do you 
how do you make that first move? That's kind of what's going through our minds. And so that's why she kind of took the lead to kind of jump it off. You know what I'm saying? Nice. So, um, so yeah, I'm just watching, you know, getting aroused. Um, then after a little while, they, uh, they told me, you know, I came up, they invited me to come over there. So I'm over there and I'm starting to, um, take care of my wife a little bit you know, giving her some head and everything. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm, while I'm doing that, she's the other chick starts to give me some head. So it's okay. kind of like a, yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was a little different, but it was I enjoyable. was about to ask you, so how was that? Because while you're giving pleasure, you're receiving pleasure. So I know they had to like heighten your spidey senses up. Absolutely. Because I didn't think I, I wasn't um, expecting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just off, off the jump like that you know what i'm saying like i thought it was just gonna have to be a little bit more build up nah <laughs> so she started doing that and uh you know i so i had to stay focused in what i was doing you know what i mean and uh so after a little while of that then i kind of, kind of swapped so then i started pleasuring her and then my wife started pleasuring me and everything and then um then that's when broke out the you know broke out the rubbers got to stay strapped and uh started uh you know started started going in with with the other chick and uh wifey was just kind of there observing they kissing on you know she's kissing on her they kissing and everything and uh it was enjoyable she uh, she was enjoying it wifey was enjoying it um then after a little bit you know kind of switching positions a little bit so then um what happened after that so then she is on top of me and then my wife starts riding my face oh wow yeah <laughs> so she's right so she's doing that they're kissing um while she's riding me and my wife is riding my face <laughs> oh wow so i'm trying to picture this while you're talking Yep. I am picturing it actually while you're talking, yep. and, and y'all had a whole little vibe going. Listen, let me tell you, <laughs> it was it was it was good. It was great. It was great. So, um, how long once in the act did it take you and wifey to just be like, okay, we're good? Like, yeah, like, I would say once, once, once I came over there and. I was I was giving head to my wife and she started giving me head at that point. I think that's when it was like, all right, we good. Yeah, we're in we're into this now. Like hey, this is it. Yeah. It's the point of no return. <laughs> yeah. Well shit. It was really the point of no return when y'all was all got in the room and had, you know. Very true. Like, Very true. I mean, but I guess at that point someone can say, All right, I can't do this or yep. she can decide that she doesn't want to participate and leave. So I guess that at, it's at not any point that can happen. Yeah, so I guess that isn't the point of return, but I just feel like if you get to the point where you're all in the room, something's going down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt, somebody, something is going down. Now, how far it goes down before someone stops, I don't know. But exactly. I feel like something will go down. So I always joke in the past when guys have mentioned it, and I say, I'm stingy. I'm a choosy lover. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I could just sit there and watch you please or you know please someone or get pleasure from someone and i don't receive it 
So the way you're explaining it, everybody at that point is doing something or in, in, involved. So it's not like one person is being left out. No, no. You know, in that type of situation, the that has to, like, you have to have that type of communication and, and set some type of boundaries or standards or expectations beforehand. You know what okay. I'm saying? And so, um, it, I mean, is there ever a point where there's one person that's you know something's not going on it may potentially happen but as long as as long as that person's comfortable with it and as far as like how long that particular time frame lasts you know that kind of varies but um there's always something for somebody to do (laughs) yeah that's what i was like you know what i mean and that's why i'm like like i don't know i was like ah i would probably be like looking like oh you're too close to this person or you're you ain't doing this to me and are you enjoying her better? Like, I don't know if I would have those thoughts. So did wifey ever express those kind of concerns? Like, were nah. you, did she ever express nah. those concerns? Like, are you, were you into her more than me or? Nope. Not at all. I think it was, cause you know, af- afterwards we talk, you know, you got to talk about it and like, I guess debrief and, and kind of talk through the emotions and everything of how you, how you enjoyed it, what you liked, what you didn't like, and never did that type of thing come up, because hmm. when I'm with, when I was with this chick, you know, I, there was a couple moments where wifey was just kind of observing, or playing with herself, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, because it was, it was a turn on for her, right. and uh, so she, she was enjoying it, you know what I'm saying, she, and she said that it was, she, she was surprised that she enjoyed it as much as she did, you know what's so crazy? So I like porn. I watch porn all the time. So I right. figure if most I like of us porn, probably do, <laughs> right? And I figure, and I figure like if I like porn and I like get aroused or I'm looking at something taking place between two women or in a threesome type of setup, how I, I, why would I not be aroused in person? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if mm-hmm. I'm looking at this on film and I feel a certain type of way. I can imagine if I was involved, <laughs> like, or if exactly. I was actually there, how I would feel. So that's why I say it is a underlining curiosity for me to, so to speak, or whatever. But I just also feel, and which is kind of like what you are doing right now, I wanted to say something for my husband um, and let that maybe be an experience that we have, because after a while, you're going to be looking to spice things up or change things or just try something new and let that be something new. Even if it wasn't new for him, I wanted it to be an experience that would be new for me with him. However, (laughs) with that being said, like I just mentioned earlier, we are moving forward and we're not moving back. You know, I'm not getting any younger. I am not married. Um, So who knows? (laughs) Live your best (laughs) life. Right. Who knows how soon <laughs> I'll be experiencing that or looking to just go ahead and do it. But I I used to say, I was like, nah, 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 I'm not going to do it. And like I mentioned before, I've never been with a woman. Like, it, not in any forms have I. Do I find women attractive? Yes. I tell people all the time, if I was a lesbian, I would be a li- lipstick lesbian. Like, right. I love really pretty women, like nice shapes, like nice personality. Like, I'm attracted to certain things about women. Um, or okay. I, and might not necessarily be attracted, but I find attracting, if that makes sense, or attractive. Like, I may I not you. be physically attracted to them, 
but I'm intrigued or I think that they're sexy or it's something about them that is alluring that makes me like look at them and feel like, oh, that's a bad bitch or I like how this person looks or how this person moves. So (laughs) it would definitely have to be a really, really attractive woman. I will say that like it has to be somebody that I'm super attracted to um, for me to feel comfortable. Like I couldn't be with someone that I didn't get a vibe with. Absolutely. Now that that, that actually is, <clears throat> you said it because I actually had a question for you as we've been talking through this because you said that you have a little intrigue in that. So would you be comfortable or open? Have you or thought about not just with another chick but two dudes? You know, no. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a no for me. Um, gotcha. And more so, and which is crazy. Because a threesome is a threesome. So let me piggyback that off you. Have you guys have you guys experienced two dudes? Like, you know, has she No, nah, we have we haven't. We haven't up until this point, but okay. it's something that we have actually discussed. I wanted to um, ask you about that. So I'm glad you brought that up. Like how yeah. how do you feel about that? So that's a you know, that could be a very, very sensitive topic for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I can't expect or ask for two women if I'm not open to reciprocating that for her. Mm, if true. it's something that she's open to and wants, I, I can't do anything but be comfortable with that. Now, am I comfortable with it? Yeah, I am, as long as there's rules and, and you know, expectations. Yeah, the set, same rules and expectations that you set with the woman, <laughs> you all would set with the man. Exactly. So, you know, if that were to happen, the expectations would be that the focus is 100% on her. Like there's no interaction or, or physical touch or anything of, of me and the other dude, if that were Yeah, happen, so you guys are both pleasing her. Right. Um, and I watch porn, of course, like I just said, and I've seen that where, and people automatically think because there's two men, oh, the men going to be, the men are going to be touching or interacting with one another. Uh, no. No, not at all. <laughs> um, not at all. Like, you could definitely be two heterosexual males, like, experiencing exactly. the same woman, you know, or exactly. sometimes you may see two men and two women. Like, so have you all ever thought about couples? We have, actually. We And we have done that. So, yeah, because Nashville has a huge underground uh, swinging community. Yeah. Um, that I just was introduced to since I've moved here. Like I never, I, of course, you know about the bigger cities like your Houston's, yeah. Dallas, Atlanta, Miami, New York, DC, LA. But when you think of country as Nashville, you know, you, you don't think, don't think about that. You don't think about that. But <laughs> since I've been here, it's a big thing. Yeah. Um, It's a huge thing, actually. <laughs> Um, yeah. And I don't think a lot of people know that. So you all have experienced another couple. So would you con- would you consider yourself like a swinger? Um, I would say that we en- we enjoy some of the swinger activities, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't. I don't know if I would necessarily classify us as swingers, only because to me in the one in the swingers that I know like that's like a huge huge part of their life yeah like, it's, it's, like it's, they, it is and and for us it's not like that you know okay. what I'm saying like it's, it's a da- it's, it's a, a double and a dabble for you all exactly um, it's not a lifestyle 
it's not a yeah we don't we don't necessarily live that lifestyle but we we dibble and dabble every once in a while yeah 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 that's understood because people who are swingers they they bat their life they live their life. Their life they do that their like lifestyle. that's their thing like that is their thing like you know that's their thing like you know how we we may just uh enjoy brunch every sunday nah every weekend that's their thing like they that go they is their thing and they <laughs> may have some households and families like there are swinger families where exactly. two people have decided that they're gonna live their life with each other now you have mm -hmm. this husband and wife that go on about their everyday monday through friday like you say and do them and then you got this family monday through friday they do them and on saturday <laughs> it's a whole little you know exactly. powwow exactly. Um, exactly and it's understood they go to dinner with each other they support each other's families they yeah. you know have parties functions or whatever they husbands make golf together yep. or whatever the case <laughs> like may they be own, they got their own little relationship yes 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 and um again this for everyone listening, this is a no judgment zone. I'm not judging at all. I'm intrigued about it and I like to listen and hear about it, honestly. Um, because so many people experience high sexual fantasies on different levels. Um, and I think that basic sex for some people is is not is not it anymore. Like, you know, like they've surpassed that um, and they need another way to get off or make them feel excited. And that that's just what they're doing. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of like you said, like we had the discussion. We decided we were both curious, which means y'all yep. both was kind of thinking like, all right, we need to spice this thing up because you said yep. y'all been together 20 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. So 20 years with somebody. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta find some ways to to keep keep it interesting. You know what I'm saying? Come on, come twenty years. <laughs> 20 we got people years. who can't even be with the same person for three and four and five years. Exactly. So you know, as long as the trust is there, as long as the confidence is there in your relationship and the communication is there, then you shouldn't really experience a lot of difficulties or problems. But you gotta be all the way yeah. honest. I would rather my husband let me know off top, hey, I'm kind of, I, I would like for us to experience this together than him to just hey. go off and be sleeping with his secretary. Exactly. Like, well, like how much more fun could this be? You know, instead of instead of just going off and fucking uh, just some random shit, why not fuck yeah. together? Yeah, <laughs> a headache and a problem and an attitude and you got to hide this and curb that. Right. When you can just sit down and have an open discussion, where do we go from right. here? And I would like to include you. Can we do this? Exactly. I mean, it's a yes or no. And nine times out of exactly. ten, if that woman, wife, is really, really into her husband and really about that, you know, pleasing her man, I can't see a woman being no a lot of times. Exactly. Even if she's going to tell a homegirl no. Like, girl, nah, I wouldn't. I can't see it. <laughs> exactly. Cause it's you know there. we're good for that. We're good for telling our friends one thing and then the man something uh -huh. totally different. And then doing something totally different. And totally. Totally. Yeah, we're used to that. We we I, and as a woman, I, I'm used to my homegirls. In the back of my head, I'm like, Oh, okay, girl, you did it, but it's all right. <laughs> it's right. okay. Do it's, do the same thing, man. We do the same thing. But why? I I just I want us to all be so comfortable judgment. in our skin. Like, it's your skin. It ain't nobody, ain't nobody a, living their life but you. 
it's a fear of that judgment. That's, a, that's all it got. To me, that's all it is. That it comes down to you don't want to be judged, even though a lot of times your friends may say they ain't going to judge you. They probably still gonna judge you because what's gonna happen is they probably they jealous. Don't... It's more so probably jealous than judging. You know what? You might be right. You might be right. A lot of people that, that are doing ain't... this little condescending talk and whatnot, it ain't necessarily je- judging. It's kind of jealous. Yeah. Like how many jealous men would that, not want to be the confidence to do it? Yes. How many men would not want their wife to sit down and have that conversation with them and? it wouldn't be that many mistresses and quote-unquote side chicks out there if it was but you know what i think it is at least for dudes is we when i say we just generalizing we don't want to even open that option up as as far as having two women because we don't want to have we don't want to have to share our wife with another man oh yeah i think i think that's the number one reason why a lot of women will, re- I mean, a lot of men will rather sneak and do it yeah. than be open and honest and have that com- conversation. Because even with dating, I run into that. When I feel, when I realize that you're not monogamously dating me and you're dating other people, guess what? Game on. You, exactly. I'm dating, I'm talking to other people too. And they hate it. And they gonna get mad, exactly. They, they hate it. it. They get mad, but it's why? It's a, you know what? It's all we've always had that double standard. I can't explain it. I don't know because I used to be that way. You know what I'm saying? But as I've gotten older, it, my mindset's just evolved. You know what I'm saying? And I think both of our mindsets have evolved because I used to be that guy. You know, <laughs> when we were younger in college, yeah. fresh out of college, I, I, you know, <laughs> wasn't always the the best boyfriend at the time or husband at the time yeah but that's growing pains every if every man said sat down and talked to me and they swear they've been faithful out the damn coochie they lying exactly (laughs) you know as as you get older your mindset just evolves and changes and and your relationship evolves over the years and so then you just become more comfortable with each other and then at some point you just start to become more open-minded about certain things yeah and i think at the end of the day you hit the nail on the head when you said communication that's Mm -hmm. the biggest issue and problem that we have amongst any relationship or any marriage people afraid to have conversations have these conversations talk first of all you should kind of almost know what your person is into before you even take the big leap big step to marriage or to dating this person monogamously for x amount of years you kind of know you should know who you're working with or who you're dealing with you know yeah yeah and if you ain't asking those questions that person should at least have the common courtesy to at least bring it up to you exactly it, it, it should, it's their responsibility to really communicate hey this is this is what i'm into this is the type of things that i like and that way it gives you the opportunity to make the decision on if you want to continue that or not exactly like if you can't be open and honest with the person that you're choosing to spend the rest of your life with then who the hell can you be open and honest with (laughs) exactly (laughs) like i'm just confused like if i can't have this conversation with my husband damn who can i have it with yep very true and I, i tell you you know in experiencing the things that we've experienced in such a short period of time it's it's helped us when it comes to our communication communicate to you about that i should be able to communicate to you about anything yes the wall is down you guys have been stripped naked and vulnerable in front of a whole nother human being 
So yeah. you definitely can be stripped naked and vulnerable with each other. Yeah. And so I think for me, for, for us, I think our communication has definitely gotten a hundred times better. Hell yeah, y'all look like y'all be having fucking fun. <laughs> like, y'all look like y'all enjoy yourself, y'all have fun. And really, that's what it's about. Like, I don't yeah. want no stuffy ass, stuck up, 1925 as marriage while I'm just cooking in the home front. He come home after work, sit down, we have dinner, go to bed, have sex twice a week. Uh, every occasion, holiday, maybe there's a date night here. And there. No, mm-hmm. I want to enjoy my spouse. I want to live life and I want us to both be open and free with one another, whatever that looks like to us, irregardless of how it looks to others. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and then to me, it's like it, when you when you're when you have that, you can just live so much more happy and free. You ain't got to be worrying about, you know, a- am I doing something wrong? Am I hiding something? Because you can you can be out in the open. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, as long as y'all have, you know, set y'all's expectations or rules or whatever, as long as you abide by those and keep to keep that communication open, everything is good. So only two years, and you guys have been experiencing this. Um, do you know how it roughly on um, it roughly in the two years? Do you know how many experiences you all have experienced together? Yeah, um, and now that I'm thinking about it, it's it's been longer than two years. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm I'm putting my math together. It's probably we might be going on about three or four, four years at this point, honestly, okay. now that I'm thinking about it. So with that, in these four years, I'd say um, total experiences or just threesomes? We're going to break it down. So let's just say okay. the threesomes standpoint. Threesomes, uh, two. Yeah, I think two. Okay, so, um, and then the other experiences we're speaking of is couples, right? Yep, yep. Okay, so what, how many couples? So that's, uh, that's probably about six or seven. So do you frequent? Like, do you go back? Like, um, like if, it, it's, if it's one couple that you really enjoyed, you had a good time with, is it? not out the norm to call them up for another good time it's not out the norm that's happened we've we've been with one other couple a couple of few times yeah okay and you're yeah y'all are comfortable with each other it's a good time like yep yeah yep. so that's what I, I always wondered too like it's not always a new couple sometimes it's the same nah. couple just sometimes it's the same couple. <laughs> and yeah you just hit, rinse and repeat <laughs> yeah you just hit repeat you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you run yeah. it back as as they say you run it back because yeah. it was a good time y'all both enjoyed each other you knew what each other wanted um yeah. the wives are comfortable the men are comfortable so why not run it back exactly nice Nice. So what about the threesomes experience? Like, has it been one person in particular that you revisit or no? Nah, it's only the, that first one we hadn't, we hadn't seen her or, I mean, we, we've interacted with her a few times, just uh, through like text or DMs, but we haven't done it again with her. Um, and then the second one, we still keep in contact, um, mm-hmm. but we just, she, we don't live in the same area. Okay. Um, and so we just hadn't had the opportunity, but the, 
the option, I would say the option is probably there, is on the table for the second okay. one. It just hadn't happened. So let me ask you this with the, the fucking craziness of COVID and yeah, oh everything, right? <laughs> and and everything going on with that, like, are you apprehend more apprehensive now? Man, COVID has changed the lives of everybody. Especially. Yeah, and everything. It's changed everything. <laughs> From this moment Everything. forward, life is not is different for everybody. It's gonna be different, and it has been different. And to answer your question, yeah, like you got to be more car careful because, you know, you don't know you don't know the precautions everybody is taking. Everybody may not be taking the the same types of precautions or to the extreme in which you're taking the precautions. So you just have to kind of trust people in saying you know and, and making sure that they are practicing. Um, social distancing and, and you know all of that stuff that helps to prevent um, prevent COVID or whatever. So it definitely has changed because you, like I said, you just don't know everybody, and, and especially if you don't live in the same area and you don't see these people a lot, you know. So it's definitely changed. Um, we've talked about that. We haven't done anything since COVID has you know become such widespread, and we've talked about like if and whenever this finally subsides, what does this look like for us? Like, are we are we comfortable even still doing this again? You know, are we gonna go to the club? Are we gonna try to meet up with, you know, our previous friends? So yeah. it's just crazy, man. It's, a lot of, it's still a lot of unknowns right now. Very much so. So I um, spoke on one of the previous episodes, I don't know if you remember or not, where I have actually been to a swingers club in Houston. Remember, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, so my homeboy, um, you know, he was like, yo, I just want to take you. Like, this is some wild, crazy shit. I know you cool. You know, you ain't going to freak out. Let's go. And right. so, like you said, the world is now different because yeah. it's it was wide open in there. Like, <laughs> we're legit yeah. at the bar, and it's a chick getting bent over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. sometimes it's with condoms. Sometimes it's not, like... And which that's never a hundred percent safe, but I think that they had to fill out. I think that there's, I've, I've been told that there's rules and there's regulations, there's paperwork, kind of like with the porn industry. Um, yeah. You know, you have, you have testing on a regular, you have to provide your, 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 your stats. Um, you know, there, there's ways. That's why you see a lot of people, a lot of times that don't use condoms in porn because yeah. they've been tested that you know everyone has their stats and these people this that's those people's industry and their line of lifestyle so they're not trying to jeopardize that by any means exactly. i think yeah. that's the same way when it comes into these private sector and clubs such as swinger clubs and you know like swinger families and things like that like you have enough respect for yourself and the other person to not do anything crazy to jeopardize it um yeah where you would be out just having miscellaneous sex capades with people and then go to the swingers bar and start having sex. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think that there's just a higher regard um, for themselves and other people's lives that's taking place. At least we hope there is. But um, with COVID going on, I just think that things are going to be so much different. It is going to be different. And to what you just said, like when it comes to the clubs and, and just the swinger lifestyle in general you know one of the 
probably one of the negative stigmas to that people might have is that, you know, everybody's dirty. Everybody's, you know, passing along STDs. Nah, that ain't how it goes. Actuality, <laughs> it's, it's way, to me, it's probably safer. You know what because I'm you know that these people, people are existing on a regular. Exactly. You know, and I heard that it's weekly. Yeah. I, I heard exactly. that it's weekly. Like, it's not like monthly or every two weeks, everything. I heard sometimes in the porn industry, Um, I watched a live with a young lady in the porn industry on IG, and she said they get tested almost every two days. It, man, see, that's the thing. Like, and she said, we're not even working like that. She said, we, we may record that Thursday or Saturday, you know, maybe two days after mm-hmm. week we record. She was like, but we have to have testing and proof of that, like almost every 48 hours. See, we're not even getting tested in 48 that. months. Some of us not even exactly. getting tested in 48 months. I mean, I'm pretty good about going to the doctor if I feel weird or just for my annuals or whatever, but men, oh, men won't go unless they about to die. Very true. <laughs> I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it, but but you're right. We we don't like doctors. We don't like to go get checked. They're not going to get their dick checked out like that. Stuff. They're not. Exactly. Exactly. They're not. I, any man that gets on here and be like, "Yes, I am," you're lying. Yeah, unless right. unless you are heavy <laughs> out here in those streets and you move in a certain kind of way, then yeah, you probably are. But for men who's just having like casual sex here and there, they're not getting checked out. Mm-mm. Unless they start sure itching not. or burning or notice a bump here or there or something and they freak out. Yeah. Or like I said, they almost dead and they like, oh Lord, something wrong. <laughs> and that's the that's the unfortunate truth. That's crazy. That's that's insane mm-hmm. to me because they're they're often the carrier. Yep. Even when it comes to women getting infections and things like of that nature, we get it because of y'all little little nasty little nuts. <laughs> I wanna go. <laughs> don't want to go and get checked out but Uh (laughs) but like you said people have this this misconception that people in the porn industry or that are doing the swinging and all that are nasty or filthy or gross and it's like nah they pretty much hella clean you could probably eat dinner off that person's ass (laughs) those clubs those clubs are, are cleaner than regular clubs I, and, and that's how I told people. So he was like, "Was it stinking?" And da, da, da. I said, "The only thing that you could probably smell, if you smell anything, was latex. Latex yep. has a smell. I don't care yep. what nobody says; it has like a smell. So yep. because most of the time, what I mean, if you if you go into that club, you're going to the club with the expectation that something may pop off, mm-hmm. and so you gonna you gonna." Uh, you're going to do all the necessary hygiene that you need to do to make sure that you present yourself in the best way. And you, and you know they screen you. Like, they screen exactly. you. So how I got in, there were wristbands. So you can be a voyeur or you can be a participator. Okay. Um, and so the wristband I had on was for voyeur. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So that's the only how you could get in there and not be screened because it's not it's not open like that. Like people think, right. oh, I can go to a swinger club tomorrow. Let's go. No, that's not how it works. No, nope. you have to have a screening again. You have to have your test results, all of that kind of stuff, and they yep. have to they have to approve you. It's kind of like a secret a society almost. It's a whole process just to even be able to get in that club. Right, but just so happy that this one you could go. But again, your wristband or whatever it was, let people know who you were. 
So I could stand there and watch a girl get slammed up against the wall and nobody never said or did anything with me because they, they looked at my wrist. So they knew that I wasn't, I wasn't approved, meaning I'm not safe. Right. Now you could possibly have somebody that wants to to test the waters, but that's on them Mm -hmm. because you're looking at that person wrist, man. And you know that theirs is red and yours is blue. So (laughs) You know what's going on. Like this person is voyeuring. They're watching. Um, And you've decided to to play with them. That's kind of like a personal thing, but that's that's a that's not that's that's not often done. Now that's the one you said. That's did you say Dallas or Houston? I was in Houston. That's I want to go to that one. I ain't been to that one. We've been to it's it's huge. (laughs) It's huge, but I also heard that's the only one that kind of like almost gives you that option. I think they said there's okay. one in Atlanta that does too. Kind of lets you go the, the and kind of walk Atlanta. around and look and stuff. Yeah. But that, but, but a lot of Atlanta. them don't. They say a lot of them don't allow that. Right. The, the one in Atlanta is real nice. We've been to that one. Um, and we've been to the one here. And with both of them, like you said, it's a whole screening process to even get the option to even walk in the door. Yeah, like you can't just pull you know up at the mean? club and stand in line and go in. Nah, it ain't like that. Nah, that's it not how it like works. That at all. So that's what I was trying to tell people. Um, it's a few that allow voyeurism because that's also yep. uh, a heightened sexual pleasure. Um, yep. And so there, there's ways that you can just be a voyeur at some of them. Not all, yep. but some of them will allow people to come in and voyeur, but they also have a limit on the people they allow. And usually you have to go with somebody that has a membership or who has been there yep. before. Yeah. It can't be two complete strangers off the street walk in to be a voyeur. You gotta know somebody. Yep. Yeah, we were able to go in because his homeboy had a membership. It was three of us. It was two guys and me. One of the guys gotcha. did have a membership. Um gotcha. and he was a part of it. <laughs> And we were like his guests, so to speak. And okay. he had to present it like we were a couple interested in joining, if that makes gotcha. sense. Gotcha. It makes it, yeah, absolutely. So it's absolutely. it's definitely not one of those things where you can just walk into and be a part of. So you're not going to have a homeless man in there getting his dicks up. That's not how it's going. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, would you, have, you, have you been back or would you go back? definitely go back again i'm a voyeur um that's the same reason i go to strip clubs it's the same reason i watch porn like i like to watch i like to see i'm intrigued like right curiosity now, for me is a big thing and i act on it sometimes and i want to see what the hell is going on i'm not one of those people that just want to sit back and like not experience life i like to be a part of it now i have not so, of course like you, like i said earlier i have not participated in anything but Right. I'm not totally oblivious to that. Like eventually it will more than likely happen. Okay. That that was gonna kind of be my follow-up question. That <laughs> whenever you whenever you did go back, would you, you know, there's two sides to warriorism is watching or being watched. So my follow-up question would have was gonna be whenever you do go back, would you be open to engaging in something and or be and or uh being watched? So for me, I'm in a public setting, I would only watch. Okay. Um, if it came down to a more private, intimate setting and someone wanted to watch, kind of like how you said you sat back and watched, you know, them for a while, yeah. I wouldn't uh-huh. be objective to that. Okay. That's what I, I would not be objective to that. 
um, or if someone wanted me to watch them, that someone I knew wanted me to yeah. watch them, because that kind of gets people off too when you're watching. It does. Um, like you said, some people love to be watched, not only watch, but also love to be watched. So I'm yeah. not objective to watching or being watched in a more intimate setting with people I know. Um, but if it was a club setting, I would not be open to having my woo and being experienced in front of everybody. I got you. That's but I definitely am open to looking at everybody else's woo <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't bother me at all. I just, you know, right. be on display. But yours being on display doesn't make me uncomfortable. Got you. It doesn't, okay. it doesn't at all. Well, thank you for sitting with me. This has been excellent. Um, been great, but man. I really didn't think it would it would not be. Um, if since since you've started, now that we've confirmed that it's now three, almost four years, yeah. do you have any regrets about it? Absolutely not. Okay. None whatsoever. I think, um, you know, like I said earlier, the at least like our communication has gotten much better. I think the bond that we have has gotten so much stronger because of, and, and that's, you, you, from the outside, you might think like, how the hell can that be? But like, <laughs> it's just gotten so much stronger. The love has gotten so much uh, stronger. Like, and like I said, like you just live more free and, and mm -hmm. less worries and not worrying about what other motherfuckers got to say, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? With that's why I said y'all look like y'all just have a good time, honey, and enjoy each other. Yeah, and that's really what it's about. It's really about that's getting somebody about, on your level um, that you can bond and that you can be yourself with and that you can let your hair down or you can put, yep. put your feet up and relax. Like yep. ultimately, we all want that life partner that we can experience certain things with, whether it be a threesome or a swinging lifestyle or just life in general like you yeah. want someone who is comfortable with themselves and comfortable with you being yourself exactly so couldn't have said it better <laughs> so, <laughs> so moving forward uh now we all now we now we have the whole like mystery like when are you going to be open to her um bringing on somebody or bringing in somebody like I know, you know you're saying that you're thinking about it and you said yeah. that you're not totally you, you knew it was coming of course yeah yeah I'm not against it at all I'm I'm open to it you know it's just a matter of I think honestly I'm when I say open to it I mean like that's not something that I'm just looking forward to doing like it ain't on my to-do list but <laughs> if, if if at some point she bring it up and like hey this is what I'm looking to do I'm like all right cool but I think I'm I don't know. I think I'm more open to it than she is, honestly. Yeah. She's, she's, you know, what I'm saying? she's, you know, even if it's crossed her mind and been in the back, she's probably not heavily going to act on it right off the bat. Yeah. You know? Like it's not, it's not really probably that big of a deal for her. Um, has exactly. she, you know, had she ever experienced a woman before that? Yeah. Okay. She has like in college or something. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like because I haven't, <laughs> that it would be uncomfortable you missing now there you go <laughs> i feel like it would be uncomfortable like i feel like i need to do that first or something yeah i think we should too i think yeah, i feel like <laughs> I, yeah i feel like that should be first before it becomes like a group thing yeah yeah because I if not so when that person touches me or whatever i may freak out you know what i mean like yep. i don't know 
you gotta you gotta be comfortable in that setting. And I think that the the easiest way to do so is to experience it by yourself first. Right. Then, so I can first of all to see if it's even pleasurable. Pleasurable. Exactly. Yep. Because it may not even be pleasurable for me. And if it's not pleasurable, yeah. then what's the purpose of doing that? Exactly. Because I'm at the age and in, in the level now, I ain't having just sex to be having sex. I want to be pleased. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I want to be pleased. But I think at some point for women, we kind of just had sex because we was just having sex. Like, yeah. the, us orgasms is slim to none. Like, we don't, it, a woman doesn't climax every time, almost. In Very the true. So I think a lot of times we're just there for your release, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm at the point now, I don't even really want to deal with that. Like if it's not memorable and I don't feel like, a, even if I don't have the best orgasm of my life, I want some type of release. You got to get yours. Pleasure. Yeah, I want some yeah. type of pleasure. And if it's not pleasurable, I don't see the purpose. Yeah, I agree. So I, agree. I think that will be one thing that I need to figure out from the beginning is, if I enjoy it or not, like, mm -hmm. is it even worth me even acting on? And then to, to, to your point, it's one of those, you know, not only do you think that you would enjoy like her pleasing you, but would you even be into you pleasing her? Right. You got to figure that part out. Right. You know because that's a, that's a big part of it too. Exactly. It's definitely not one-sided. Right. So yeah. Yeah. You know, stay tuned. Um, keep me posted. Keep me stay, posted. Look, stay tuned. I, 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 will, I will share it. I don't have a problem. It, there is no way on my platform that I can ask people to be open and honest and and release, you know, yeah. whatever they have going on with me if I can't be that way with you all. Um, exactly. So this doesn't work if I'm guarded. You like, are. I can't be guarded and say, this is a no judgment zone. I need y'all to tell me your deepest, darkest, most intimate secrets. And meanwhile, I'm sitting <laughs> over here acting like my shit don't stink. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. I have the same curiosities. I'm into some of the same kinks. I like to do some of the same things that I'm asking everyone to express that they like to do. And I'm openly expressing it with hopes of the fact that, like you, others will sit down and talk to me and we we hash it out yeah like this like i said this was awesome but i didn't think that it would be anything short of amazing i thank you for your time um for your time. honesty continue to rock with the g spot and chime in like you normally do and let me know how you, you know feel yeah. um, well everybody you heard it this is the g spot with tk3's company wow that was <laughs> that was really mind-blowing huh like for real for real um i i just i'm i'm ready to hear some more stories i'm and he has them trust me y'all he has some really really good stories but i didn't want him to get too 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 into it because you know that's just really it it, it, it does it it does does something to you <laughs> Thank you for rocking with me this week. This is again season three, episode one. We're back, baby. Three's company. G Spot with TK. Mwah. <laughs>